Welcome to the PPN College Podcast, where our goal is to grow students in the love and knowledge of Jesus Christ. In today's episode, we're going to talk about sleep. Why is it so important and how you can get more of it? Our guest today is Jeff Holloway. Jeff is the owner of CrossFit Rome. So Jeff, welcome back to the podcast, man. Thanks. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. Now I say welcome back because you were actually in episode 10 with us talking about physical and spiritual health. Um, yeah. So this is this is you're you're now kind of in the inner circle, man. The the inner oh, circle of returning guests. I love so it. It's 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 love I would it. say it's a high honor, but I guess I'll let you be the judge. Hey, I'll take that. it. I'll take it. <laughs> whatever, whatever we can get, right? I well, didn't ruin it the first time, so <laughs> I'll take it. Oh, it's it's good, man. It's good. So, well, the reason I wanted to have bring you back is, you know, back in episode ten on our podcast, you mentioned sleep several times when when we were mm-hmm. talking about just becoming a more healthy person, both physically and spiritually. And I think sleep is. I think it's pretty pretty obvious. This will be, you know, with so much controversy going on, I think this is one of the few things that there won't be a lot of controversy on is that everyone enjoys sleep, I think, yep. especially college students. Um, yep. I think it's a fan favorite. And and I, I never even napped much in my entire life until um, until I got to college. And And even then, though, the reason I napped was because my sleep schedule at night was just in in disarray. It was just in horrible shape. Um, but so so as we get into this, Jeff, so why is sleep so important? H- how does it help us? Why is sleep so good? Oh, that's a great question. So being able to understand uh, some of the benefits from sleep, as you were saying, is like I don't think anybody's going to argue with is sleep good, right? Right, right. Uh, you start looking at things like. Uh, like sleep factors or being able to not have enough sleep. I just wrote a few things down, like increase the risk for diabetes, increase risk for high blood pressure, decrease memory cognition, uh, decrease Mm -hmm. the ability to concentrate, problem solve. It weakens your immune system. It increases your risk for heart disease. It increases the ability to like gain weight. And like the list goes Mm -hmm. on and on and on. Wow. And I'm never in a conversation with somebody about sleep and it being an argument ever, yeah. right? You're like, <laughs> right. hey, is sleep good? Most people are like, yes, sleep is good. Right. Um, but I think getting behind or to the why mm. for sleep and how, how that actually translates to people's lives, like feet on the ground, mm-hmm. that's really kind of where I try to get to a little faster. Um, so that's really when we start looking at the way the brain works, the way the heart works, the way your immune system works, the way, um, the way you're, you, you, uh, regulate your moods. All of those Mm. are related to sleep. So Mm. there's some pretty, I mean, there's some pretty big things on this list for why sleep is super important. So. Yes, a hundred percent. Well, and so, so just to be clear, what you, that list you had earlier: increased risk of diabetes, um, increased unhealthy weight gain, things like that. Those are connected to lack of sleep. Was that what you were saying? Mm, yeah. Wow. It, so, and we were talking about lack of sleep. Let's say anything under the average of seven hours. 
Wow. This isn't like if you have a terrible night's sleep, that's not what we're talking about. Right. I'm talking about right. chronically right. six, five, four hours of sleep at night. Can we function off of it? Sure. Mm -hmm. uh, are you getting the best benefit for how your body's designed to work? No. So, right. Mm -hmm. I'm, I think yeah, of a car. So that's kind of the, as, as we're going. I think of a car. Well, I was, yeah, I was just going to say. I think of like a like a car where the oil light has been on for for several days or even weeks, right? Does the car still run? Sure, it does. Yep. But under the hood, things are being torn up that you're never going to see until it's until it's just too late. Is that is that a fair analogy? Does that make yeah. sense? Absolutely. So um, Precision Nutrition is one uh, one certification that we follow with our nutrition stuff, and they have this really good infograph about kind of the five warning habits. Uh, a foggy mind, you're mm -hmm. sick a lot, you're generally unhappy, I would even put it in the grumpy category, uh, <laughs> struggles with weight, and any time, like, exercising is harder than it normally is. Mm -hmm. So if we start looking at some of those warning signs uh, that are unexplained through other circumstances, sleep might be one of the culprits. Mm. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and for, you know, just kind of my non-expertise two cents here for me there's one thing that i i noticed i i am so much better when i get a good night's sleep but even even psychologically just confidence wise i'm so much better on a day that i've gotten healthy sleep i know because like i know sleep is important therefore when i wake up in the morning knowing that i've gotten enough sleep it's like i'm already waking up on a win you know what I yep. mean? I'm already waking up. I feel much more in control of my day knowing that I've, I haven't even left the bed yet. And I yep. already feel in control of the day knowing that I've, because I know I've gotten enough sleep. Yep. Um, I, I've read some things, you know, Jeff Bezos, the guy who is the, the head of Amazon, basically he, one of his big business principles, strangely enough, he tries to get eight to 10 hours of sleep on the regular all the time. Now, does that mean that if you get eight to 10 hours of sleep a night, you're going to become a billionaire? Well, no, but are the two related? I think so. Jeff Bezos mm -hmm. seems to think so. And all these, and all these athletes, you know, LeBron James is, is, you know, 36 years old, 37 years old. Federer is getting up in years and they continually preach sleep. And so, you know, you, you think of like all these all these people who want to be famous athletes and stuff, and they, they're in the gym, they're working hard, which is great. But LeBron's not out every night partying in L.A. You know yeah. what I mean? He's asleep. He, he is trying to get that sleep. And, and it just, it's, un, I never knew how important it was. I had no yeah. idea it was as important as it was. Yeah. Um, so if sleep is so important, Jeff, why are we so tired? Um, why don't yeah. we get enough sleep? What are some factors that, that apply into to us not getting enough sleep? I think that that, that can be as long a conversation as yeah. we need. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think in the years past, um, sleep is considered a weakness. I feel like hmm. we put a premium on wow. <clears throat> busy and doing and I've got yeah. stuff to do. And I think the more that we look into the research of sleep, we're finding that sleep is more important um, than, uh, than than the the I guess the the preconceived notion that sleep is bad. Right? Mm. Naps are bad. Naps are for lazy people. Well, yeah. what they're finding now is that's not necessarily the case. Mm -hmm. um, 
So being able to first look at what the the preconceived idea for what sleep is, I think needs to be revisited. Mm. I also think that when we're talking about like the the inability to get enough sleep or not to get good sleep, you have to look at what is your environment for sleep. Does mm. it, is it conducive to sleeping? Are the lights on? Is it warm inside? Is it super loud? Uh, so that's the first piece. Second piece is what does your routine look like going to sleep? How yeah. chaotic are you like partying and then coming in and like just trying to like find the bed as quickly as possible? Or are you studying all night and then just waiting for you to get so tired you can't function? Mm-hmm. Or are you playing on your cell phone? There's a lot of stuff right now, unfortunately, that looking at your cell phone right before bed increases your brain's movement. So yeah. being able to like turn that off or are you in a super chaotic environment with like, I mean, in college, everybody's had this experience, but you're having the, like that heated conversation with yeah. your significant other and then try <laughs> to immediately go to sleep. You're like, it's not going right. to happen. Right? No. You're up no. till one, two in the morning chatting. Right. We've all done this. Sure. And then immediately going, because uh, your brain's just continuing to spin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one thing that we talk about is how is your environment and how are you setting yourself up for your environment mm-hmm. um, to be able to, to find better sleep or better habits around sleeping. Mm-hmm. So those are just a few. But then yeah. you can get real specific for each individual person. Right, right. I think it just depends on the person, but I do. I, I think that was that is so key, man. We we look at people who, you know, they work so hard that they don't sleep, and and it used to be we think, wow, they are so driven. I want to I want to be like that. Therefore, I'm going to work through that. But really, I, I'd love to see a statistic of you know, I don't know the 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 wealthy, the famous, the whatever who who work through sleep and don't sleep but if you you know if you just look at their wikipedia page you realize that their life is kind of a mess you know what i mean there are, are a lot of them even even some of the great theologians of the day you know john calvin and some of these guys they they pushed so hard calvin died in his 50s you know and and what a lot of pastors are, have been saying is you know n- nothing killed calvin calvin killed calvin because yeah. he pushed so hard that by the time he and you know healthcare wasn't what it was in his day obviously but but by the time he got into his 50s which is not that you know which is not that old his body had just completely shut down so i do i think yep. you're right that that unhealthy stigma of um no sleep means it's because you're busy being a hero you know Correct. when in reality you really need to check yourself and then your environment i think you hit the nail on the head you know a lot of times i think we we don't work hard enough, if this, this is the right way to say this, we don't work hard enough to get good sleep. And it sounds like mm-hmm. an oxymoron, you know, but we don't do the work to edit our schedules or to try to to, to remove things, to, to declutter our evenings to where our body can start to shut down. Um, and then one of the other things that was, that was super health, helpful for me once I got out of college is that I had to start getting up earlier for my job, you know, for everything. And when I get up early, I just naturally, if you know, if I get up at 6 a.m., I'm just naturally more tired by 7 in the evening than in college. You know, I sleep till 11.30 in the morning. Well, I'm not as tired at 7 o'clock in the yeah. evening now. So I think getting up early um, is, is, we may hate it at first, but 
it really is helpful to to getting your body into that into that kind of rhythm. Do, do those things make sense? Is that is that right? Absolutely. Base there. Yeah, I mean, okay. my senior year of college is like same same thing. I started. I got my senior year of college. I had to wake up and open a gym in town in the in the town that I worked in, and I had to go. be there at five thirty in the morning. Mm. Well, you were either <laughs> going to make some really bad life decisions and stay up till ten, eleven, twelve o'clock at night, and then yeah. have to get up at four thirty, right? Or like you were saying, you've got to find a different rhythm. Mm-hmm. And at that point, everything just started to kind of fall in place because I couldn't really deviate from it very much. Yeah, if yeah. I wasn't headed towards home at eight o'clock. Like I was going to pay for it the next day. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times they don't put, people don't put themselves in a position where they have to do certain things. They choose Mm -hmm. to do a bunch of different things because they can. Yeah. And sometimes too many options can be dangerous. Yeah. I think you're, I think you're exactly right. So, so as we're trying to, we're trying to get better sleep, we're trying to do better. You know, a student comes to you in the gym and says, look, man, I'm, I'm really struggling with sleep. Um, I'm not getting enough that I need. What are some practical ways that students, maybe three ways or two or three ways that students can cultivate some better sleeping habits? Oh, that's great. All right. So let's talk about sleep specific to like when you were laying down. Like, mm-hmm. is, do you have a decent mattress? Do you have a good pillow? Mm. Do you have a sound machine or do you have a fan going? Yeah. Um, how cold is it in the room? Like being able to set your environment up for no decisions have to be made. Like once you've made your pillow decision, Mm. that's done, right? (laughs) Right. So I tell people, I'm like, make it super like comfy to sleep. Mm -hmm. Do the best you can. If you aren't in charge of your mattress, get a mattress topper. Mm -hmm. Uh, Spend some money on a good pillow. Don't get a crappy pillow uh, because that stuff will stay with you for a while. I have Mm. slept with a sound machine or a fan since college and I'm 36 Mm. now. Yeah. So, and I couldn't go without it. And and the argument a lot of times is, well, if you sleep with a sound machine, you're going to always have to sleep with a sound machine. I don't sleep with a sound machine like twice a year. I'll take it. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So that's the first piece. Second piece is I actually back them up. Usually I can find more information going, walk me through the last hour of you staying awake. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, did you eat a big meal? Start eating a smaller meal. Uh, did you exercise earlier in the day rather than like right before you try to go to sleep? Because sometimes exercise is a little harder. Try taking a shower right before you go to bed. Uh, reading mm. is huge. Reading mm. slows you down, calms you down over mm. like checking your phone. Like one mm. thing, I have my phone right here. One thing, if I'm constantly on this and this is putting me to sleep, it's really waking your brain up. That's the single biggest thing that when I'm talking to college students, I was like, you got to be real careful about your time on your cell phone before you go to sleep. Because mm-hmm. you know, you can read something and immediately start stirring an emotion, something completely unrelated potentially to yeah. what you were reading. Uh, yep. And then making sure that you either put it on the nightstand or somewhere else. I know some, most people use it as an alarm clock, so you can't like throw it downstairs or something. Mm-hmm. But being able to get off of that helps tremendously. Um, So being able to walk yourself into that last hour going, does the trajectory of your hour naturally lead you to bedtime or does the trajectory of that hour naturally going to wake you up Yeah, and kind of back into it? So Mm. those are the two of the biggest things that I I will ask those questions and I'll just keep digging. 
Yeah, no, that's that is so helpful, man. That is so helpful. Um, one one kind of thing for for me in closing, we always like to have a further resource for our students, and one of the things that I that I want to be sure people are aware of is a book called Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. It's got like 9,000 reviews on Amazon, four and a half stars. This is, this is a big deal. So again, if anyone wants, and again, like you said, <laughs> what a better way to put someone to sleep than getting them to read about a book about sleep before bed. Um, mm-hmm. So it's called Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. Um, Jeff, th- this was so helpful, man. This was so oh. helpful. Thank you for being with us today. Absolutely. It was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. For more information on this topic, message us on Instagram at PVN College. Listen to the PVN College podcast through Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Watch this podcast on Instagram TV at PVN College or on our YouTube page, Pleasant Valley North. We love you guys. We'll see you next time.